Welcome to the Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. This simple, scripturally sound preaching and teaching of the Word of God will direct you to Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Follow the Shepherd's Voice into the green pastures that God has purposed for you. There, you'll find rest for your soul and the fulfilled Christian experience you crave. God bless you as you listen. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! I see you! You know, I spoke to a couple friends of mine in the United States of America earlier on this evening. And they reminded me of something. That today is the last day of the week. And it is also the last day of the last month of the year. And if you are grateful to God for causing you to see the last day of the last month of the year 2022, can I hear you shout a loud hallelujah? And if you are excited that by the grace of God you are crossing over into a new year, the year 2023, can I hear you shout praise the Lord? Now look into the face of your neighbor and tell your neighbor. That if it hadn't been for the Lord on our side, where would we be? Tell another neighbor, we are standing here only because God made a way for us. Now lift your voice and give the Lord a shout of glory. If your shouting is very intense. Oh, wait. I said, if your shouting is very intense, every remaining wall of opposition and difficulty will come tumbling down. Somebody scream! Standing here only because you move mountains. Come on, 
lift your hands up to the Lord again. You deserve the glory and the Thank you. 
Oh, thank you, Jesus. Sometimes we wish that we had a thousand tongues because we feel that a single tongue is not adequate enough to express the extent of our gratitude to you for everything that you've done in our lives. We are grateful to you, Father, for where you have brought us from and for where you are leading us to. It is of your mercies that we are not consumed. If we are standing here today, it is because of your faithfulness. Your faithfulness that you renewed unto us morning by morning. Thank you, Father, that you did not leave us as prey for the teeth of the enemy. There were times when we were confused. Times when we were in despair. Times when we were bewildered, wondering what tomorrow had in store for us. But the days came and the days went by. And we stood at the end of each day. That today on the last day of the last month of the year 2022, we are right here in your presence testifying to the goodness of the Lord and to the many great things that you have done in our lives. Were all our expectations met? No. Were all our prayers answered? No. But when all is said and done, and we weigh everything, and we look at things from the right perspective, the only conclusion we can draw is you have been good to us. Father, receive all the glory. Father, receive all the honor. Father, receive all the praise. May your name be glorified and magnified in this house always and forevermore. And in a few moments, we will be entering into the new year. We need to hear from you. We need a word from you. So, Father, speak. Your servants are listening. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will grant unto us a listening ear, an understanding heart, sharp minds to grasp everything that your spirit is revealing to us this day. I thank you for everyone here and thank you that you have an amazing plan for each and every one of us and our expectations will be realized in the year 2023. Be glorified, oh God, one more time in Jesus' mighty name. And let the people of God shout aloud, Amen. Give the Lord a mighty hand clap again. Hallelujah. And you may be seated. Thank you, Jesus.
Matthew chapter 40. And we're reading from verse 22 to verse 31. I will want us to pray into the new year. And I'm trusting God not to speak for a very long time. Because a night like this is a night of thanking God, worshipping him and blessing his name. And receiving direction for the new year ahead. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. Again, the text is from Matthew chapter 14 and verse 22 to verse 22. 31 
Now, in the preceding verses, we discovered that Jesus had just finished a fantastic miracle. That miracle of multiplying five loaves of bread and two pieces of fish. And he fed 5,000 men, excluding the women and the children. Now, how many of you know that in a typical society, the women are usually more than the men? And certainly the children are more. So you can imagine that there were between 15 to 20,000 people there. And he fed them. Verse 22 of Matthew 14. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. May you learn to go into the presence of the Lord all by yourself. Amen. And in this coming year, may you learn to wait on God alone. It's a struggle for the average Christian to spend time alone seeking the face of God. But it is a habit that we must develop. And in 2023, by the grace of God, you will develop that habit. Amen. Meanwhile, I mean, meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land. For a strong wind had risen. And they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on the water. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, It's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. May I announce to you today that in the coming year, you will no longer need to fear anymore. You will no longer need to be discouraged. I declare the word of the Lord unto you that his presence will be with you. Amen. His power will be with you. His mighty hand will rest upon you. And he will direct you every step of the way. Somebody shout and say, fear be gone. gone. Hopelessness be gone. gone. Discouragement be gone. gone. Depression be gone. gone. In Jesus mighty name. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Then Peter called to him. Lord, 
if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Somebody say, Ewo. Yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over the side of the boat and walked on the water toward Jesus. Now notice this. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord! He shouted. And Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith. Jesus said, Why did you doubt me? May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. There are only two people I know of who ever walked on water. Defying Archimedes' principles. And the laws of flotation. Ask your neighbor, do you know Archimedes' principle? You have forgotten. Ask him or her, by the way, do you know the laws of flotation? <laughs> Tell your neighbor, it's an assignment. These two people are mentioned in this scripture that I read. One of them shouldn't be much of a surprise to us because he was divinity. He was God made flesh. And it will not be a surprise to see him do things that defy logic and reason. And this was Jesus himself. So here were the disciples in a boat. Jesus had left them to go and wait on the Lord. And they were on the seas. Very late at night. A storm arose. Strong, boisterous winds. Mighty waves. The sea is one of the frightening bodies. That you can ever have to deal with. Yeah. And this was late at night. And they were struggling to keep afloat. Then at 3 a.m. They saw something that caused them to start shivering. They saw somebody walking on the surface of the water. It is not normal. You now, you are afraid already. Then at 3 a.m. <laughs> and 3 a.m. is very dark. Because the night is darkest just before the break of day. 
and in your fear you see somebody walking on the surface of the water. I can imagine them screaming in fear. Ajay me wo, ajay me wo, ajay me wo. It would have been easy to think so. They shouted, it is a ghost. They were astonished when they heard a familiar voice crying out to them. Don't be afraid. It is me. In your times of deepest fear, may you hear the voice of God come in your fears. In the name of Jesus. It says God has not given us a spirit Jesus. of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. In 2023, Jesus. may all your fears disappear. Amen. In 2023, may God give you a spirit of power. Amen. In 2023, may God reveal a spirit of love unto you. Amen. In 2023. May God give you the ability to have a sound mind. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus mighty when you lay your head down to sleep, Jesus. you shall sleep. Amen. When you lie down to rest, you will rest. Amen. No longer shall it be that you have closed your eyes, but your mind is still racing. Amen. The Bible says, so he giveth his beloved sleep. May God give you sleep Amen. in the name of Jesus. Shall I receive it? I receive it. In Jesus' name. Then something amazing happened. I one will be seeing. Peter. Peter. Piero. Did his things again. Because sometimes when you scrutinize him a little bit, it's almost like he acts before he thinks. <laughs> he was the one who drew his sword. When the soldiers came for Jesus and started, if he had thought deeply about it, he would have realized that looking at the band of soldiers who had come, there was no way they could have fought their way out of it. But as usual, impulsive. Peter raised his voice and said, Jesus, it is you. Peter, Jesus said, it is me. Jesus said, I am here. Then he said, if it is indeed you, ask me to come. They were not on land. And remember that there was a storm. Not a calm sea. A storm. He said, ask me to come. And Jesus said, okay. Come. As he was getting out of the boat, the other disciples said, hey. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm going to him. Said, you are going to who? 
he asked them, did you not hear him say that I should come? They said to him, and you are also going. He said, I'm going. They said, Peter, we beg you. Don't do this. The one who said you should come is the son of God. You are the son of a fisherman. You sit in a canoe and you go and catch tilapia. That's what you do. And when the son of God is walking on water and is asking you to do some, you too, you are going. They said, Peter will kill us. He said, leave me alone. I'm going. To their amazement and utter shock, Peter got out of the boat. And he actually started washing on the water. Clap your hands for Peter. I can imagine the other disciples throwing him fans. Piero, 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 Piero. Peter no size and obol life but the story didn't end there he actually walked on the water then the bible says he saw the wind have you seen the wind before But so wild was the experience that he actually saw the wind. <laughs> because the waves, I can understand that he saw the waves. But do you know that sometimes your fear makes you see things that are invisible? He saw the wind. And he started looking at the waves. And this same guy who was walking a few moments before on the surface of the water, he started to sink. He was smart enough and quick enough to cry out, Master, save me! And immediately Jesus reached out to him and pulled him up. And they asked him a very important question. Oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? Do you think that after Jesus reached out to him, he carried him on his back into the boat? I don't think so. I am sure that they walked back into the boat. But watch this. Why did Peter begin to sink? Look at verse 31. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. 
He said, you have so little faith. Why did you doubt? Which suggests that one of the reasons why Peter started to drown was because he lost his faith. And he started to doubt. But that is not all there is to it. There was something that made him lose his faith. Which caused him to start drowning. What was it? The Bible says he saw the strong winds and the waves. He only started to drown when he saw the strong wind and the waves. Which means that the period that he walked on the surface of the water, he was not looking at the strong wind and the waves. That's why he could walk on the surface of the water. But he took his eyes off something. And that's why he started to drown. And that's why he lost his faith. And that's why he began to doubt. And I submit to you today. That the main reason why he was able to do this miraculous thing of walking on the surface of the water was because his eyes were fixed on Jesus. He was looking to Jesus. His focus was on Jesus. His concentration was on him. When he took his eyes off him and he stopped looking at Jesus, he began to drown. When he focused now on the difficulties, on the challenges, on the struggles, on the frightening circumstances around you. Because the strong winds and the waves are representative of the struggles, the difficulties, the challenges, the tough situations of this life. When he kept his eyes on the difficulties, he started to sing. But for as long as his eyes rested on Jesus, and he looked to him, he kept afloat. I declare to you tonight, that in the year 2023, our theme shall be looking unto Jesus. Amen. Looking unto who? So in 2023, by the grace of God, we are going to do everything that we can to keep our eyes on Jesus. To look to him. 
to focus on him to concentrate on him to establish our gaze on him not on ourselves anymore not on what we have not on what we don't have not on what we can do not on what we cannot do not on ourselves not on anybody else not on our pastors not on our churches not on our denominations but we are going to fix our eyes on Jesus and when we do that when we keep our gaze on him there is no storm no wind no trouble no struggle no difficulty that will be able to overcome us can I hear somebody shout aloud amen amen looking unto Jesus looking unto Jesus and that's what we are going to do because in the Christian walk and in the Christian experience there are many times when you find yourself taking your eyes off the one you're supposed to be looking at and you begin to look at other things you look at yourself you look inside of you and there isn't much in there that is able to make a difference in your life. There are times you look at your strengths. Other times you look at your weaknesses. But for as long as you keep looking at those, there is no way you can maintain a steady progress in your Christian work. There are times when we fix our gaze on others. Certain people in your life. Family members. Friends. Relatives. Colleagues. But by now you should have drawn a firm conclusion yourself. That the arm of flesh will always fail you. How many have put your trust in somebody before and the only thing the person did was to disappoint you? And as you've raised your hand, know that you have done same unto others. When they were looking up to you and expecting you, how many have had people make some great promises to you before that they're going to do certain things for you? I have received a lot of fantastic promises. Most of them were never fulfilled. 
thank God that I learned a long time ago not to fix my eyes on a human but to fix my eyes on Jesus. In 2023, you will keep your eyes onto Jesus and you will look unto him and he will come through for you and he will not disappoint you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. And I'm not talking about just a casual glance at him. That's not what I'm talking about. Not a casual glance. I'm talking about a fixated gaze at him. Because if you are looking at something well, you don't see anything else. Recently, we, we, we did a video shoot. And I was with a group of people. And during the video shoots, they took pictures. I mean, still pictures. Of the, of the singers. Because it was a music video. And very soon, by the grace of God, it will be out in the open. But one of the pictures fascinated me. It was a lady. And from the picture that was taken, it was so clear that she was really looking at something or looking at somebody. And the look was very intense. Very strong. And I was fascinated by it. I kept asking myself, who was she looking at like that? What was she looking at like that? I couldn't help myself anymore. So I sent the picture to her. And then I asked her, Who were you they eye like that? Because the look was very deep. Very intense. Very strong. As I thought about looking unto Jesus and fixing your gaze on him, I remembered this picture that I saw. And it reminded me of how we need to look at Jesus and how we need to focus on him. Turn your Bibles with me to the last scripture for the day, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. This is how the King James Bible puts it. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us what's the next thing it says there looking unto Jesus 
the author and the finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Hallelujah. Amen. These were the words of the apostle Paul to the Hebrew believers. At least that is what most Bible theologians believe. That it is Paul who wrote the book of Hebrews. There are others who doubt it. But if you look at the depth of the revelations there, you can't help but think that this must have been the apostle Paul. Because if you read all his other writings, you see some equivalent deep revelations there. Like what we see in the book of Hebrews. And there are some things that he said here that I believe should guide us as we enter into 2023. In a few minutes, I'm going to end my preaching. And then we are going to pray into the new year. But you know, he paints a picture here of an athletics arena. Or you can imagine a stadium with racing tracks with athletes on the track and there are there, 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 there are spectators in the stands so he starts off and says wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses the new living translation says therefore since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith now who is he referring to here you must know that before Hebrews chapter 12, there was Hebrews chapter 11. And Hebrews chapter 11 is the hall of fame of faith people. And so if you're looking for a chapter in the Bible that dwells solely on faith, then you must be looking at Hebrews chapter 11. And there we have an account of different men and women of faith. It describes what faith is. It is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. And he says the men and women of old, they received a good report. Because of their faith. So in Hebrews 11, it talks about these men and women of faith. So you read about Abel. You read about Enoch. Noah. Noah, Abraham, Abraham, Sarah, Sarah, Isaac, Isaac, Jacob, Jacob, 
Joseph. Joseph. Moses. Moses. Rahab. Rahab. The harlot. Then you read about people like Gideon. To be who Gideon so so. Barak. Barak. Jephthah. Jephthah. Samson. Samson. David. David. Samuel. Samuel. And the list goes on. Anyone I, I can be brave. So when he talks about since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses. He is referring to these men and women of faith. And he's saying something to you and I. That here we are. It's our time to run our race. But we should always remind ourselves that there are others who have run this race of faith before. Who have lived this life of faith before. Who have walked where we walk. Who have run on the tracks that we are running. And he's saying that because we are surrounded by them. We should run our race. I want to say to you today. That there are people who have been through what you go through. There are people who were where you are in life. And as I speak to you today. I don't know whether these great men and women of faith can actually see us. From where they are. I do not know. But even if they cannot see us, they are speaking to us. Their lives are speaking to us. Their deeds are speaking to us. And as we run the race that God has set before us, they are actually urging us on and telling us that we can make it. We can survive. We can prevail. We can get to the end. We can make it. We can prevail. And so Abraham is shouting at us that you can make it. I believed in God and it was counted to me as righteousness. So you believe in God. Continue to look up to him. And you will make it. Because without faith. It is impossible to please God. So in the year ahead. May we continue to believe in God. May we continue to trust in him. May we continue to maintain our faith in him. For these great men and women of faith. Are urging us on. There are men and women who had the challenges that we have. Abraham lied about his wife. And so did his son Isaac. They both said that their wives were their sisters. What do you call somebody who lies? A liar. And so they were liars. But they were still men and women of faith. And they are saying to us. You may be struggling with lies. But you can make it. You can overcome it. You can break out of it. 
and you can get to where God wants you to get. People like Gideon are crying out to us. Telling us that I was a coward. But God reached out to me. I believed in him. And he used me to work a great deliverance for the people of God. So whenever you feel afraid, whenever you're struggling to make the moves that God wants you to make, always remember that Gideon is shouting out at you that you can make it. You can overcome. You can get there. You can prevail. Hallelujah. Jacob is shouting out at us. Jacob was a deceiver. He was an Apache. A swindler. That was who he was. He started it when he was in his mother's womb. And he continued the tradition when he was born. I mean, swever past swever was this guy. But he had faith in God. And God made something beautiful out of it. At the point, God changed his name and his destiny. His name was Jacob. Which means heel snatcher. God gave him a new name. He called him Israel. Which means prince. May God change your destiny. May God change the story of your life. As you press on in this Christian life, people like Jacob are telling you, it is not over with your life. Whatever your struggles are, whatever your issues are, God is still working on you. And God is still working things out for you. And God can still make something great out of your life. Can I hear somebody shout a loud amen? Amen. And it says, so we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith. The Christian life is a life of faith. The life that God has called us to is a life of faith. He wants us to believe in him and to trust in him. And in the coming year, may your faith in Christ increase. May your dependence on him increase. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Then he goes on and says, let us trip off every weight that slows us down. Especially the sin that so easily trips us up. The King James Version says, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which that so easily besets us. There are two things that hinder us in this Christian life. And they are mentioned here. Number one, weights. Number two, besetting sins. Now, weights are things that they are not sin in, in, in themselves. But what it is is that they slow you down. They prevent you from making the progress that you need to make. And if you have weights on you, you cannot run the way God wants you to run. And you cannot get to where God wants you to get. And your progress and advancement in life will be greatly delayed. And that is why with time, they've tried to develop you know, clothes and, and sporting gears for the athletes that are very, very light. 
So because the, the intention is so that they can run faster. Have you seen anybody running a serious race who is wearing batakari before? Or wearing suit. You can't run like that. And athletes know that. That you can't run well if you have weights on you. That is why even they go on a diet to lose weight so that they can run well. And not just that. They appear on the tracks with their track suits. But they don't run with the track suits. They strip. So sometimes when you see them, they are wearing drawers. And with, with time, they have worked on their, their spikes, their running shoes, what they wear to make them as light as possible so that they can run well and so that they can run fast. Now, in this Christian life, and this Christian experience, and in the life that God has set before us for the year 2023, one of the things we are going to have to work on will be to lay aside every weight. Anything that is slowing us down, that is not making us run the way we are supposed to run. They are not saying they are not saints in themselves. But they are still slowing you down. Like what? For some people, your family may be the reason why you can't serve God properly. You got to lay that weight aside. It may be your friends. Sending close people to you. Because of them, you cannot run your race. Well. It may be your relationships. The people you relate to. Because of that, you cannot run well. For some of you, your weight may be your job. The type of job that you are doing. Because of that, you can't serve God well. Recently, one of my sons, I was speaking to him. And I asked him, that, will he be going to work? He said, no. I said, why not? He said, I've stopped. Because why has he stopped? The environment, the working environment was not helping him It's good to work. And man for work. Because if you don't work, you are not expected to eat. That, that's the way it, it's been designed. But you see, there are some jobs that may actually be preventing you from serving God well, from fellowshipping with the brethren. And you have to get to a point and recognize that this job it is slowing me down. It's not allowing me to progress in my Christian life. And so I got to drop down. For some, it may be something like sleep. Your weight is the sleep. You sleep too much. And you are sleeping your way into poverty. You sleep and sleep and sleep everywhere you sleep. 
check and see whether your neighbor sitting by you is wide awake. Tell your neighbor that as we are crossing over to 2023, you have brought your things here. Tell your neighbor, oh, because you can't get up to pray. You can't. After five minutes, you are snoring. Your mouth is wide open. And about 17 mosquitoes have made a beeline heading straight into your mouth. For some people, it is this thing of always wanting to rest. Have you seen that you can't even maintain a job? Because you can't work hard. Laziness. Laziness. So because of that, there's no progress. For some, your weight is food. You eat too much. And so you can't wait on God. How many know that food is good? Food is nice. Good food. Good food is good. But there are times in your Christian life when I have to lay things like that aside. And at the beginning of this year, we are going to wait on the Lord. Amen. 21 days of prayer and wow. fasting. You have to lay that weight of food aside and join in it properly. For some, your weight is the fear you live under. For other people, your weight is the social media. Am I dialing somebody's number? Always Facebooking. Always Twittering. Always TikToking. Always Instagramming. Eh? What's happening? And what's happening? Yeah. That's your weight. What is one know? Because it's it's like something that has gripped you, and you can't get over it. So you can't concentrate. Your quiet time. You always have to check if you receive the message. Or somebody has answered you on Facebook. So as you are waiting on God, you hear cling on your phone. And say, oh, somebody has sent me something on TikTok. And then off you go. It may sound like a joke to you. But it is actually a weight. Television. TV. Films. Hey. These are weights. So the weights have to be laid aside. The besetting saints. Are the second thing. That he talks about. Besetting saints are the ones that we continually struggle with. And we have a weakness towards. Lying, stealing, lust, anger, 
bad temper, fighting, insulting, gossip, unforgiveness, wickedness, unbelief, pride. We are going to have to lay these things aside. He says, lay aside every weight and the sin with that so easily beset us. And he says, let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And in the coming year, we are going to run the race that God has set before us. The race that God has set before us is the Christian race. And it's a race to make it to heaven. And we got to keep pressing on and running as hard as we can with endurance to make it to heaven. We got to run well to be spiritual. We got to run well to experience all the blessings that God has prepared for us. In 2023, by the grace of God, we will run with endurance the race that is set before us. Now, all these things can only be possible when we do this thing. When we look unto Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. He's the one we need to look onto because it is he who can maintain our hope as we live this Christian life. It is he who can give us the wisdom and the strength we need to lay the weights aside to overcome the besetting sins of our lives. It is only he who can help us to run with endurance this race that is set before us. And what we have to do is to look unto Jesus. He is the one who started us off on this race. That's why he's the author. He initiated us into this race. And he set the example for us to follow. But I want you to understand that he's not brought us this far to leave us, to abandon us, to forsake us. So not only is he the author, but he's also the finisher. Whatever God has started in us, he will bring it to completion. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to look unto Jesus and trust in him like never before. And as we go through the year, we are going to learn more about what it means to look unto Jesus. And we are going to run our race. And we are going to press on and become everything that God wants us to become. In Jesus' mighty name. Let everybody shout, Amen. Rise to your feet and clap your hands unto the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Tell your neighbor, we will be looking unto Jesus like never before. It's about nine minutes or so into the new year. And I want us to pray into the new year. And I want our prayer to be guided by Psalm 121. Psalm 121. And we are going to pray and cry out to the Lord. 
It says, I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. Tonight, I want us to pray. And I want us to decide that in this year 2023, we are taking the decision to lift our eyes unto the Lord, to look up to him. He says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. Why the hills? Because on the hills was the temple, the tabernacle of God. And that represented where God dwells, where the presence of God was, where the power of God was. So when he says, I'll lift up my eyes unto the hills, from whence cometh my help. In essence, the psalmist is saying, I'm looking up to Jesus. I'm looking up to the Lord. And I want you to pray right now and say, oh God, in the year 2023, I will be looking up to you. I will be looking unto you. I will be gazing on you. I will focus on you. I will concentrate on you. I know that my help will come from you. And I have confidence in you that you can help me for you it was who made the heavens and the earth I want you to lift up your voice right now and speak to the Lord and say I am looking up to you shall we pray right now in the name of Jesus cry out to the Lord cry out to the Lord somebody tell him God my trust is in you my confidence is in you I am looking up to you in the name of Jesus fixing my eyes on you not on anybody else not on myself not on the arm of flesh not on what I have not on what I don't have not on what I can do not on what I cannot do I am fixing my eyes on you in the name of Jesus declare that your help comes from the Lord that he is the one who made the heavens and the earth and therefore there is no way that you will be disappointed that he has what it takes to be able to help you to be able to see you through to be able to make a way for you in the name of Jesus cry out to the Lord right now in Jesus mighty name thank you Jesus he says he will not suffer thy food to be moved he that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The first part says he will not suffer thy food to be moved. That means he will bring stability into your life. He will cause things to be steady. Your life will be steady. Your marriage will be steady. Your finances will be steady. Everything that you do will be steady. Tonight I want you to pray. And commit your life to God. And pray and say to him, Father bring stability into my life. I am tired of that kind of life where things are always not working. Sometimes it is working. Other times it is not working. I am tired of the turbulence 
bring stability into my life in the name of Jesus I want you to cry out to the one who keeps you who guards you the Bible says he will never sleep and he will not slumber commit your life to God that 24 7 in the year 2023 he will keep you he will watch over you he will preserve you lift up your voice and cry out to the Lord pray and ask God to preserve you to preserve your family to preserve your health to preserve your finances to preserve your business to preserve you in every area of your life in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus, in a few minutes, we will be in the new year. But I want you to pray your way into the new year. It says in verse 5, the Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. Pray and say, oh God, keep me. Keep me. My family. My children. My health. My finances. My business. Everything I do. Keep me. Keep me. And, and sustain me. He says, The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. Right hand represents honor. Right hand represents authority. Right hand represents a good place. And tonight I want you to pray that oh God bring me to a place of honor. Make my life honorable. Promote me in this life. Lift me up in this life. Take shame and reproach out of my life. Take dishonor out of my life. In 2023 make my life honorable. Cause me to be blessed and cause me to do well. Lift up your voices and cry out to the Lord. In Jesus' name. Be my keeper, O God. Be my keeper, O God. Be my keeper, O God. Keep me. Keep me in the year 2023. Be my God. Direct my life. Direct the course of my life. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Begin to clap your hands as you pray. Clap your hands as you pray. Commit your life unto the Lord as you pray. In a few seconds, we are entering into 2023. Enter into 2023 with a spirit of prayer. Cry out to the Lord. Oh God, give me. Oh God, be my shape. Oh God, preserve me. Oh God, honor me. Oh God, lift me up. Oh God, change my level. Oh God, raise my status. Cry out to the Lord. Cry out to the Lord. Cry out to the Lord. A few seconds. 
to receive Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Remember what I told you that it's going to be a year of looking unto Jesus. But the starting point is to allow him to be the author of your faith. And that is what he will be if you receive him as your Lord and Savior. And tonight, as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you are here and you want to say, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. I don't want 2023 to be like 2022 where I led my life anyway, anyhow. I need Jesus. I need him to be the focus of my life. I need him to drive my life. And to cause me to become everything he wants me to become. Pastor, can you pray for me? I'm tired of the struggles. I'm tired of the frustrations. I'm tired of things not working in my life. My brother, my sister. Tonight, there can be a change in your life. A change in your destiny. And it starts with you receiving Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Don't let this day go by without you taking the most important step of your life. To surrender your heart to Jesus. To bow your knees to him. And to receive him as Lord and Savior. 
As every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to say, Pastor, I sense that today is my day and I'm determined to receive Jesus. Wherever you're standing, you may actually be watching us online at this moment. But as every head is bowed and every eye closed, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Wherever you are, I want you to lift up your right hand and I'm going to pray for you. God bless you. Lift it up very clearly. Forget about whoever is standing by you. What they think. That should not concern you. It's between you and your God. It is between you and your Savior. Salvation is an individual affair. Don't walk out of this church hall without bowing your knees to Jesus. So lift that hand up very clearly and I will pray with you. God bless you. I see your hands. I see your hands. I want you to do one more thing for me. Please, I want you to be serious with Jesus. But if you've lifted up your hand, I need you to do one more thing for me. To Jesus now. Come to him now. He's waiting for you. He's been waiting for you. For some time now, come to Jesus. Don't turn your back on him. Don't push him away. Don't walk away from him. Come to Jesus. He's waiting. He's waiting. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus now. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. Oh, thank you, God. Keep clapping. I see some more people. Keep coming. It's time. It's time. It's too much. The struggles of your life. A life without Christ is an empty life. And it's a useless life. God bless you for coming. Now those of you as I say the words and you say them back tell yourself that you're speaking directly to God. So say this prayer with me and let everybody join in. Say Heavenly Father today I come to you just as I am. Oh God, please forgive me for all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. I am entering 2023 with all my sins forgiven and washed away by the blood of Jesus. Change me in the inside. Make my life brand new. Change my destiny. Make me a better person by the power of the Holy Spirit. From today, I am yours. 
and you are mine. I will serve you. I will follow you. I will look to you. I will look unto you, Jesus, for the rest of my life. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. So what you mean, Bible? Today, every day, first January, twenty twenty-three. Twenty twenty-three. I am saved. I am saved. I am born again. I am a child of God. Thank you, Father, for hearing my prayer. So what team in Bible? In Jesus' mighty name. And let everybody shout a loud amen. Amen. Shout a loud amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with Pastor Johnny Awanyo. We do hope that you were greatly blessed. For further inquiries, please call, WhatsApp, or send an SMS text to plus 233-243-886-622. God bless you.